0: Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105 one FM. Phone lines are open 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. You can always tweet us throughout the show at AWOD Radio or at 910 The Fan. Craig Hoffman from the Team 980 will join us at 2 p.m. We'll go around the NBA with the fast break with AWOD. And then we're going to talk Chiefs with uh, a Chiefs reporter, Josh Klingler. He's going to join us here at 2.30. Also did not want to spend a segment hyping up this VCU Richmond basketball game after the Spiders stayed undefeated in the A-10 with a victory over Fordham last night. But as always, phone lines are open 833-804-0910. You heard the instructions. Get out your laptop or your phone. Google image Dan Dan Quinn. And tell us what you think. That's the question of the day here on The Richmond Commander.
1: It's time for The Richmond Commander. Are you ready, Boston? The phones are open. It's your chance to be the quarterback of this segment. There's something I like to say. Every day at 1 p.m. on AWOD Radio. The Richmond Commander.
0: 833 804 833 804 The breaking news earlier today. Commanders have found their next head coach taking Dallas's defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. He was seen in the area a day ago. The commanders left the area to go try to interview Ben Johnson. They didn't get their man, Well, now they hired Dan Quinn. Next up, hiring an OC and a DC. But we're doing the eye test right now. Give us your thoughts on Dan Quinn. Simply throw up a Google image search of Dan Quinn and give us your eye test. Like I said, my initial eye test for Ron Rivera was... I didn't like it. I didn't like the arms crossed. There was felt like there was no fire. Felt like he was a dud of a coach. I hate it. I mean just hate it with the passion, the sunglasses with the tinted. I don't know why it, stub. That's I don't know why it tilted me so much. Yeah, I never got that one. It just you. I I just maybe it was something from my past. I just looked at it and I think <laughs> that guy's a loser. I'm not running through a wall for a guy that can't handle a little sunlight. Are you kidding me? You got to tint your shades? You're a loser. Now bring up Dan Quinn. Tell me what you think on the pictures. Here's my eye test stuff. I'll tell you right now. It's giving off... A lot of Pete Carroll vibes in this Google image. This is a guy that looks like a player's coach. Every image, he's got his hands on his hips or his hands pointing at someone or he's yelling at someone. Got the backwards hat vibe. Is it cool like a player's coach? Seems like he's a young guy, young at heart, right? I just This eye test is really firing me up. It looks like a guy that is going to get along with the players. He's going to be fierce. He's going to be feisty. He's going to be a guy that's not going to put up with no BS, all right? There's not going to be any take where it's like, oh, yeah, uh, I had had to have a conversation with a few players because they don't like the way I'm coaching them. That's not going to happen. If a player complains about Dan Quinn, he's going to tell them to hit the showers and then leave Ashburn. All right, it's just not for you. He's throwing up the... uh, the hang loose in one of these images here. <laughs> He's just killing it in the eye test. I love how he he wears the t shirt, long t shirt with like long sleeves underneath. Gives me very much like Classic. college coaching vibes. Um, and, and look, I, I'm not a fan of, of bald men. I'm not okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with saying that, right? Like, I just, I like my guys to have hair, okay. right? But I like the backwards hat look, all right? So he hides that. You know who also is a bald man that rocks a backwards hat? Drab t shirt. Big fan of drab <laughs> t-shirt on the sports chuckies. I think it's a good look. I I'm I think he's passing this eye test here with flying colors. Like I just every picture, he's fired up, right? He's clapping in one picture, pointing at people. He's yelling at people in another one. He's calling plays. He's throwing up hand signals. Right? There's never one photo of him here where he's not fired up. He's smiling in this one, but it, it is a, a menacing smile. Looks like his defense is about to get 12 sacks on you. I mean, and you know what? He can throw on different styles of hats, too. He's got one that's a trucker style and one that's like a snapback style. He's just rocking this look. I like the goatee. I'm all in on this goatee. I, he seems like a guy that's going to crush like three or four Budweiser's and then break down the X's and O's of a defense for you for hours.
2: Yeah, I, I, I follow you This is a football guy's a...
0: football guy, right? Yeah. Like, this is a guy he just looks like. He belongs in the NFL. He's a football lifer. And you know what? Here's another reason to like him. Reminded me of Pete Carroll. Look at this photo of him at the Seattle Times shaking hands with Pete Carroll. That's two guys with a great smile right there. I, I think my eye
2: test, the vibe I'm getting from him, is is the other Dan. He looks like a, a Dan Campbell. Ooh. He looks like a jack dude who okay. gets fired up, like yeah. like a stone cold Steve Austin kind of guy. He does have a stone that's, cold Steve Austin. That's the look. vibe I'm getting here. Like yeah. someone that's gonna get get the boys fired up but make
0: them work. Yeah, that's a good high test. Yeah, I feel like my... he's passing. Right? I mean, look at this. Even the photo of him where he's in a mask from 2020 still looks like he's commanding the room. Right? You no, know, we talked about how Adam Peters wanted a leader of men. This looks like a guy that's a leader of men right there. He's got a good smile. He just the ones where he's smiling. He looks he looks happy. But he doesn't look like a guy that's like too nice. No, no, right? No. Like I think Ron Rivera was too nice to the players.
2: But that's the kind of guy that if he gives you a smile, you know you earned it.
0: You know you earned you it. You know right. you earned it. And he's not gonna give off too many not smiles. Not too many smiles. Right? Like you're gonna have to earn that smile. You get a pick six, you earn a smile. <laughs> you get burnt deep, he's gonna scream at you. I mean, just that's what I uh, I like about this is it just feels like hey. Most teams go from offensive coach to a defensive coach, defensive coach to an offensive coach. Washington decided to go from defensive coach to defensive coach, but these are not the same guys at all. This is not Ron Rivera 2.0 because Ron Rivera was not the type of coach that Dan Quinn is in terms of a motivator, right? I just I I don't believe that at all. I, I just I I'm not calling this Ron Rivera 2.0 because I look at Dan Quinn as a guy that's been more successful in the NFL, and just he's passing all the eye tests, man. He really is, and 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 I can't wait to hear him speak too because that was a, well, that was one thing I always hated about Ron Rivera. Never thought he ever got guy. me fired up in any press conference ever. It was always excuses. Dan Quinn's a guy that you can just tell he's not going to make any excuses. Right? Here's why we lost. Yeah. Boom. I'm going to give it to you straight up. And he's
2: not going to go. Uh, yeah, I, you said this earlier, but he's not going to go. Oh yeah, the, they don't like the enemy over here.
0: Yeah. So he's given me Pete Carroll vibes. He's given you Dan Campbell yeah. vibes. Give us your thoughts on the eye test. Eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. Eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. I mean, you got to love what he did in Dallas over the last few years. Uh, being a Commanders fan, we hate Dallas but I have really respected that defense. I mean, Micah Parsons gets all the headlines. How about the other guy that we didn't even heard of for most of the season? What was his name, Bland or something? Oh, yeah, De'Ron Bland. He ends up up leading the league in pick sixes.
2: (laughs) Ever. Breaks the record.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, After Diggs, who was their star corner, got hurt, uh, they've hit in drafts, right? So they've hit with draft picks. They've developed their own talent. They brought in free agents and had it work out for them defensively. This is, this is a Dallas team here that's won 12 games the last three years. Who was the defensive coordinator the last three years? Dan Quinn. I
2: think it's tough because a lot of people are looking at the the most recent Cowboys game. Yeah. And if you just look at the stat line, it doesn't look good for him. But, I mean, that, they were the two seed. That's a good team.
0: That's a good defense. I, I have faith that Dan Quinn will have this defense flying around the field. Will have this defense within two years, top 15, maybe even top 10, um, and I have more confidence that Dan Quinn can actually make this defense elite than Ben Johnson could come over to Washington and make the offense elite. There's just too many wild cards there, too many question marks. Dan, uh, Ben Johnson comes over here, well, who's the quarterback? Ben Johnson comes over here, well, who's my Amon Ross St. Brown? Who's my Sam Laporta? How am I going to have the success that I had there in Detroit? Dan Quinn comes over here, and yeah, we might still suck offensively, But I think we're going to be great defensively.
2: Yeah, but I guess you got to say, who's our Micah Parsons? Who's our Bland? Who's our, like, anyone? We don't have a defensive star at the moment.
0: No, no, but you brought in a defensive guy that I think can take the talent that we have here on the defensive side and develop them and make them better. And I think you have to sign Cam Curl so you get a good safety. I, I think you have to keep Jonathan Allen on the roster and Deron Payne so you have two good tackles. And then it's all about the draft. And that's where Adam Peters needs to shine, right? Adam Peters was not brought in here to make sure we got the great head coach, DC and OC. No, he was brought in here to make sure that we swing and we don't miss in the draft because that's what Ron Rivera did. You can't draft Emmanuel Forbes and then have cornerback problems all season long. You can't draft Jamon Davis and then have linebacker issues. And you can't. Still be looking for a quarterback because you decided to draft Chase Young your opening season and passed over Justin Herbert and two attackers. You know what?
2: I test on this guy? Yeah. I don't think Chase Young would be would be putting in a lack of oh, effort no. with this guy. No, he would, no, he would no. be yelling at Chase Young. Yeah.
0: He really he's fifty-three years old. The eye test kind of feels like it is he's in his forties, right? Like this is a this is a younger guy at heart. Maybe I'm reading too much into the backwards hat, but I like it. I like a backwards hat. I like a backwards hat. Somebody says that, you know, my friend Andrew used to be called a D-bag for wearing a backwards hat. I kind of like it. It's youthful. It's youthful. Yes. And that's what we want here. That's what we need. Right. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now, at 105, one FM, I'm fired up for next week, the Bud Light Big Game Week. Five live shows from Las Vegas ahead of the big game. Michael Phillips and myself will broadcast live from Radio Row. Got a, a few superstar guests already lined up, like Kevin Harlan and Mike Golick. It's going to be a ton of fun. And uh, we might even have more Commander's News or a Commander's Press Conference either tomorrow or Monday morning, uh, I have heard that they've reached out to the league to try to figure out a way to have this press conference as the league has a rule you can't steal their thunder and announce a head coach next week. I do think two things can be true, Stubb. Two things can be true. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. The first thing that I think is true is Washington did not get their number one choice at head coach. I think we can all agree. They might say they got their guy. Their guy was Ben Johnson. Their guy after that was probably Mike McDonald. uh, McDonald. Number three could possibly have been Dan Quinn. Maybe it was Bobby Slowick. Maybe it was another guy that that ended up at a different destination, like a Harbaugh. We don't know. But I do think it is true. Washington did not get their number one choice. But I think two things can be true. Not only did they not get their number one choice, but this is not Ron Rivera 2.0. No. For all the people that believe this is Ron Rivera 2.0, I would disagree. Because... I don't look at it as this is a defensive-minded head coach that had success that's a retread. Yes, that's true, but this is not a Ron Rivera guy that's going to come in here and bring people from Dallas and make us the Washington Cowboys. I don't believe that at all. Plus, he is, I think, way more connected in the NFL than a guy like Ron Rivera. You know, he has had stints in Seattle where he was successful, then in Atlanta where he worked with Kyle Shanahan, and then in Dallas those are, you know, two of those three are really big markets. Ron Rivera came from Carolina, and yes, he played for the uh, for the Chicago Bears who understood that. The media market in D.C. was too big for Ron Rivera. I think we can all agree on that. He didn't know how to handle the media. He was opening his mouth. He was being a, it was a mouthpiece for Ian Rappaport. He was talking to reporters and airing dirty laundry from inside the building. This is not Ron Rivera 2.0. Dan Quinn is not that kind of guy. Now, I will be upset, though, if Dan Quinn does bring in a passing coordinator from Dallas or the offensive line coach, anything Dallas. I don't want that to happen. It didn't work out with Ron when he brought in the Washington Panthers. We can't have that happen again. Now, I will say, I loved the story Michael Phillips told about when Dan Quinn was fired in Atlanta after he made it to the Super Bowl, loses that game, heartbreaking, Devastating loss. 28-3, to you're up on the New England Patriots. Somehow you lose that game. After he was fired in Atlanta, he didn't say, oh, I'm not going to change. I was right. No, he studied the league and asked several coaches what he did wrong, how he could change to become more successful. This is a head coach that's willing to change. Ron Rivera was not that guy. Ron Rivera tried to run it back the exact same way that he did in Carolina. This is not Ron Rivera 2.0. Yes, they're both defensive-minded guys. That's about it. That's all they have in common. Yeah, it's like half
2: the league is defensive-minded right, guys. Like, right. it, just because there's a couple of similarities. and At the end of the day, it can't get worse. Right. I know Michael was led astray by believing that about Ron versus Jack
0: Del Rio this
2: season, but it can't get worse.
0: There, there's two ways to build a winning organization in the NFL. Number one, you get lucky when you draft a quarterback. Yeah. And that is so hard. It's nearly impossible. I can tell you, as a Commanders fan, we've been trying for 30 years. (laughs) We've been trying for 30 years. The one time we got close in the last 15 years was when we drafted two quarterbacks. Not one. We drafted two. And the guy we traded all the people to move up to number two to get, and Robert Griffin III, wasn't even the guy. It was the guy we drafted towards the end of the draft, late in the fourth round, and Kirk Cousins, that was the guy. And we got lucky to even get him here in Washington. It was a fourth-round draft pick. So, it is nearly impossible to swing for a quarterback and hit and build your franchise that way. I think the better possibility of building a winning organization is to build a great defense and then either bring in a veteran quarterback or have guys that you have developed that have sat behind starters for a year. Look at the way the Green Bay Packers built that team. They have a really good defense. They have an offensive-minded head coach, Matt LaFleur, and a quarterback in Jordan Love who sat for two years before he was given the opportunity. So he wasn't just thrown in the fire as a rookie. So are we feeling trade back? Trade back, trade for a, for a veteran QB? I, I think that will, I think you got to wait till we find out who we hire as the offensive coordinator okay. um, with that. But I, I think the strategy in hiring Dan Quinn was less about we've got to hit with the quarterback as, hey, we were 32nd in the NFL in defense. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move that up. Let, let's get a little better. Let's, let's do
2: a little bit let's better. Let's get into we the top can, twenty, and things. then into
0: the top fifteen. And if we can have a defense that can compete, then maybe we can have an offense. Like I, I just, I, I think it was unfair to Eric Bienemy and to Sam Howell to try to have success this year when you had the thirty-second ranked defense. You know how many times did we go down fourteen nothing? How many times were we down freaking fifteen or twenty points? Because the defense gave up explosive play after explosive play after explosive play. We need to fix the defensive side of the ball first. I'm sorry. I know there's people out there that believe it's all about offense. It's an offensive league. And that might be correct. But you don't get to the playoffs with a defense that's this bad. It just its impossible. You have to fix one thing. They went with the defensive side of the ball first. Adam Peters will use his expertise in the draft and scouting to help try to fix the offensive side of the ball. I suppose the counterpoint is look at the Patriots.
2: Top five defense last year, same amount of wins as us. But I, I, next year, I think the Patriots are in a good spot if yeah. they can fix the offense because they have the defense. Yeah. So I think it's like what you and Michael are saying. Not build, this year.
0: Build up one side of the ball, then yeah, look at the other we side. We need of the to ball do both. Because, right. When you're trying to do both at the same time, you end up running in circles like Rod Rivera.
2: Yeah, we get like a, a middle on both, and then we're like, what, right. like I, a six win team?
0: Josh Harris is not in it. To be a seven or an eight-win team, they. they I mean, he even said in the press conference they want to get to the point where this roster can compete for titles and can compete for divisions and can compete to win eleven to twelve games a year. Twelve games. We haven't won twelve games in my lifetime. I'm pretty sure. I'm. I'm 99% sure we haven't won twelve games in my lifetime. Well, if so, definitely not mine. Yeah, definitely not. Yours. <laughs> definitely not mine. Definitely not yours. Uh, if you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910, 833 uh, 804 Earlier today, if you missed it, you can rewind on the Odyssey app. We did get into airport terminal gate. I absolutely think the commanders regret the way they sent Dan Quinn home. Uh, it, it was like they sent him packing, assuming they would get Ben Johnson within the next 24 hours. That didn't happen.
2: I know Josh Harris has the money to swing him his own plate. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> like let's be real here, Josh. I, we, we've seen your Miami home.
0: Yes. Don't get it twisted. Washington did not get their number one choice. That doesn't mean that they failed at this process. No. And it, it, Dan Quinn was always on the list.
2: Yes. E- like, from the beginning, he was on the list. Everyone was like, I don't want and him. And he deserved to but... be on
0: the list because... Like, I get it. The league is moving away from retreads. Everyone wants to hire the young, sexy name. The Panthers did that, right? Uh, The Seahawks just did that. Washington decided that, hey, we're not ready for that yet. We're not ready to go out and get the big, sexy name and go all in. We need to build up this organization. And I think there is some truth behind several people that said, and I was one of them, that the roster is in a worse position than it was when they hired Ron Rivera. We went backwards oh, yeah. <laughs> in the past four oh, years. Yeah. We went backwards, so we've got to start all the way over. And so I think there's a chance that Dan Quinn is your guy that builds the roster up, and then maybe he's blown out of town, and you bring in you know the next big name, the big sexy hire to then take you to the next level. We need to get this team back to being respectable, right? We need to get back to being 500. Right? like he did in his first year in Atlanta and then next year you can hopefully compete for a division title it's it's a it's not a one year fix but it's also not a four year rebuild like Ron Rivera said. There's a sweet spot in the middle there of two to three years and that's why I think they went with Dan Quinn. Can't all be the Texans right
2: can't, can't all hit get good luck with CJ Stroud and get back in a year right I mean because it's unrealistic because
0: the Texans they got lucky. If they had the number one pick, they were probably going to take Bryce Young. Everybody said Bryce (laughs) Young was going to go number one overall. He went number one. Number two was the better option. Yeah. What does Washington have this draft? They've got the number two overall pick. That's juicy. That's That's juicy juicy right there. You can either take a quarterback. You could trade up to number one if you believe Caleb is your guy, or you can trade back. I also like Michael's take. Here, why don't you just trade back, not for this year, but for next year? Find a suitor who is all in on getting their guy at number two this year, and they're willing to give up their number one and number two next year.
2: It is hard to say who will be bad this early, though. Like yeah. as he was saying, I mean, like yeah. you, you guess the Panthers, maybe. Who knows? Just because they did bad and they don't get a good draft pick, but. I don't know.
0: We'll see what happens. If you want to chime in, 833 804 you can tweet us at 910thefan, at radio. Uh, did get a tweet come in here at radio. He says, leave San Francisco's staff alone. You already got Peters shaking my head. <laughs> uh, I think Peters has his eye on someone else in San Francisco. I really do. I would not be surprised if the offensive coordinator ended up being somebody that is on Kyle Shanahan's staff right now in San Francisco that Adam Peters worked alongside the last few years. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. It Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Time, girl,
3: right
0: Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105-1 FM, Dan Quinn hired as the next head coach of your Washington Commanders. That news broke around 1030 this morning after yesterday's craziness with ben johnson i'm just glad that the commanders have finished their head coaching search right uh I, i'm i was going i was prepared to start the show by saying stub that if the search continued through the weekend it would have been a circus next week with radio row and the super bowl and the commander's not able to announced their hire it would have then dragged on until after the super bowl and then you end up doing more another round of interviews with guys from kansas city and san francisco
2: yeah you, you're going to be the only group of radio row who doesn't know who their head coach is right, that's no right. fun
0: yeah so this thing could have dragged on till the middle of february uh but instead washington has their guy taking your phone calls 833-804-0910 833 804 uh look I'm, I'm gonna say it again I think two things can be true. Washington did not get their guy. They wanted Ben Johnson. I mean, that, that's straight up right there. They wanted Ben Johnson. They were all in on Ben Johnson. They didn't get him. Whether it came down to money, power, loyalty, whatever it was, the commanders had to pivot. We said it yesterday. I hope Josh Harris, from his time in the NBA, has a good pivot foot, has a good triple threat that's what they needed they needed to pivot yesterday away from ben johnson and they went with dan quinn dan quinn hired today to be the next head coach of the, the washington commanders my initial thought was when ron rivera was fired i want a defensive-minded head coach to do what ron rivera failed to do which is build an elite defense then i was convinced from my colleagues and reporters around the league, that this is an offensive league. And you need to, have to, you need to go after a young, offensive-minded coach to be your superstar, big, sexy hire that can build with your organization, can build with a young quarterback, and be the face of the franchise for the next 20 years. And with that all being said, that's why Ben Johnson was such a big name and a wanted commodity here in the NFL, because 37 years old. Right, has done wonders with Detroit, you know, created an offense that was top ten in the league and was explosive. It felt like the league was looking towards offensive minded coaches. And Washington can still hire a young superstar to be their OC. <coughs> and you can have him <coughs> train behind Dan Quinn and be ready for the opportunity to be the head coach, maybe in the future. I think there's some people that believe Ben Johnson wasn't ready for that job. I think there's some people that believe Bobby Sloick wasn't ready for that job. And those are the only two offensive coaches that they interviewed. The rest, defensive-minded guys. And although, you know, there's belief in NFL circles that the right move is to go with an offensive-minded guy, and I said initially I want a defensive-minded guy, Josh Harris and Adam Peters didn't say either of that. They said leader of men. They said leader of men. Of all the guys that they have interviewed, I have the most confidence in Dan Quinn to be a leader of men. He's more mature. He's older. He can get along with these players because he's still young at heart, rocking that backwards hat. Gives me very much Pete Carroll vibes. And you we said love it reminds you of here. Dan uh, Dan Campbell, right? Mr. Ra Ra. And so I think that's what you're gonna get in Dan Quinn here is a leader of men that's gonna fire people up. He's a really good defensive mind who understands that the new style of NFL defense is, you know, you can't do what Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio did, which is just say, hey, our defensive line is good. We don't need to blitz. They were sending six, seven, eight guys in Dallas. They were lining Micah Parsons up a D tackle at linebacker on both sides of the line. They were creative with that defense there in Dallas. And, and so that's the difference with ron rivera and dan quinn ron rivera was running the same defense that was ran in the 80s dan quinn's running a new style approach how are reporters around the league reacting to the news dan quinn hired as the next commander's head coach well adam Shafter appeared on the pat mcafee show earlier today to weigh in on this here's adam Schefter on dan quinn
3: why was dan quinn the guy over there and how many people knew that that was probably likely Well, there
1: are a few things to consider here. I think first and foremost, they had the GM that they wanted. They got the guy that they wanted right away in uh, Adam Peters, and they hired him out of the box. That was something that was important to them, and they got that done. And I think that they were of the mind that in a perfect world, they weren't going to be pairing a first-time GM with a first-time head coach. And so Dan Quinn checks the boxes there in that regard. The other thing is... Is that when these organizations are going through this hiring process they make a lot of calls and they get a lot of calls from a lot of different people uh, endorsing candidates recommending guys you gotta get to know this guy i'm telling you about this guy vouching for this guy i I know that the commanders felt like they got more calls and more texts unsolicited uh, about dan quinn with positive messages from people than they got from any other candidate. Yeah. And that's just the way that it kind of went. Now, that's not why he got the job, but it certainly was comforting and reassuring plus, that plus they felt like second, they were getting stop, a guy. That is that, exactly
0: what I heard as well. Is that, and Michael Phillips said it Dan Quinn has so many people in his camp rooting for him. He's got so many people that he's worked with, co workers, people that he was in the same circle with, was on the same organization with, that are all rooting for him to have success. There's a reason that the Commanders were were getting so much attention about the Dan Quinn interview because so many people were supporting him, right? And and I think Adam Schefter made a good point there when, you know, Washington feels like they won the offseason because they got the GM they wanted. Yeah, That's the most important thing. They got Adam Peters. Everyone wanted him. You can not get the most attractive head coach because you got the GM. Because, to me, the GM hire is more important than the head coaching hire. The GM should be here for 10 to 15 years. The head coach could be here for three. He could be here for five. He could be here for 10 to 15. GM, Adam Peters, is going to be in charge of the draft. All right? And I'm going to say this. You can't win without playmakers. Adam Peters' job is to bring in playmakers. Dan's Quinn's job would then be to turn those playmakers into winners, get them to buy into his system, and to buy into what he's preaching. You have to hit at the draft. That's more important than than what Dan Quinn can do as the head coach here. I think we might have all gotten a little
2: greedy. I think they got Adam Peters and we said, we can have everything. We can have everything we want.
0: And everyone was like, oh, well, Ben Johnson's the one we want. We got him for sure. And there's also some question marks with Ben Johnson about the type of person he is. I think it's a terrible look to inform the coaching, or the inform ownership while they're mid-flight that you will not be sitting down with them for an interview. Just sit down with them. Yes, it's it's so crazy. It's fifteen minutes of your day. Yeah, it's a it, it's very wishy-washy. It's flippy-floppy, yeah. and I don't like it. And, like- and and that's why I would be out on Ben Johnson after our next coaching cycle.
2: If he had if he had said no a while ago, or if he had said no in the meeting, all respect to him, stay loyal. You want to get the Super Bowl with Detroit, fine. But like, it's just the worst possible timing to have done it. Like, I yeah. don't know. It, it felt personal.
0: It did. It did, and and I think there's something too. The report, I believe it was Albert Breer, that said that in a conversation with Ben Johnson last off season, the only team he said he would be interested in was the Chargers because he wanted to work with an established quarterback. You know, yeah. it's not like he turned Jared Goff into a superstar. He just kind of like brought that juice out of Jared Goff that we all knew he once had. Because he yeah. led the Rams to the Super Bowl. You know, Jared Goff had success in L.A. It's not like he was terrible there for a lot of seasons. L.A. just felt like we couldn't get over the hump with him, so they went after Matthew Stafford, a proven winner. But look how Detroit brought him in and has had success with it. Yeah. And Goff beat Stafford this, this yes. post, in the playoffs. Yeah. It and happened. Ben Johnson beat Sean McVay. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's hear more from Adam Schefter on the Pat McAfee show, talking about why Dan Quinn was the man for the job. With the commanders,
1: is high energy. That's upbeat. That's positive. It probably doesn't hurt that you are weakening the team in the division. Although I don't really believe that to be a driving force or a primary factor in why they hired Dan Quinn. They hired Dan Quinn because they believe in him as a leader. They believe in him as a man. They believe that other people are spot on in what they say about Dan Quinn, who had been a finalist for other head coaching jobs, and the board just didn't fall his way in recent years. But they feel like they've got a whole energetic, upbeat, positive guy stepping in to Washington to help try to lead that team into the future.
0: That really is a breath of fresh air because it just feels like the opposite of Ron Rivera, right? I mean, Upbeat. Right? <laughs> yeah. Upbeat, energetic. They believe him as a leader. They believe in him as a man that can command a room. Um, you know, Rick Snyder mentioned this to us when he came on the show. He said the commanders did all their interviews, and he thought the guy that was going to get the job was not – the best man for the job was not the best offensive mind or the best defensive mind. He said, "The lion in the room. Who is going to command the room and be the most attractive guy for this job?" That's what Dan Quinn did. Is he, when he had his conversations with Josh Harris and Adam Peters, I think it's pretty obvious that he won them over. Yeah. <laughs> he won them over. Yeah.
2: I, and, I mean not enough to get his own flight, but he won them over.
0: Yeah. Well, look, they it's obvious they wanted Ben Johnson. Yeah. They had to pivot and they moved quickly here. You know, they could have said, hey, hey, Dan, it didn't work with Ben Johnson. Why don't we do one more interview with you? It was obvious they learned enough in that first interview. They brought in a guy who they believe is going to be a leader of men. And that was the most important thing that they preached throughout that entire press conference. They did that. Not offensive minded, talent first. not defensive minded, leader of men, talent first. Who's going to win them over in the interview process? Dan Quinn did that. Ben Johnson didn't get his chance to win them over because he <laughs> denied them an in-person interview. What a joke. If you want to chime in, it's 833-804-0910. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
3: I'm Adam Epstein.
0: You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at one hundred five one FM, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. If you're just tuning in, we've been reacting to... The breaking news that the Commanders have hired their next head coach, Dan Quinn, the former Falcons head coach, led them to the Super Bowl, and for the past three seasons he's been the defense coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. He will be announced either later this week or Monday morning with a press conference as the next head coach of the Washington Commanders. If you want to chime in, it's easy. You can tweet us at 910 fan or at AWOD Radio. If it's a good tweet, we'll read it on air or call in 833-804-0910. Here's what to be excited about, Commanders fans. Now, I'm a diehard Commanders fan, was a season ticket holder for 17 years. There's no team on this planet that I care about more than this Skins, right? Here's what to be excited about, Commanders fans. We move to the next step in the process. We move to the next step in the process in what I believe is the most important off season for this organization in 30 years. We finally moved on from Dan Snyder. Ding dong the witch is dead. Witch witch, that bitch Dan Snyder. Thank goodness he's out the door. All right. We won the Super Bowl last offseason by just moving on from Dan. All right? And there's been so much to accomplish from then to now. Josh Harris has full control now and can make moves after he sat back and was a fly on the wall for the first season, right? He let Ron Rivera be that lame duck. He he was a man of his word. He said we've got mutual respect for each other. I let Ron play out the season. As soon as it was done, he fired him, right? So there's a lot they need to do this offseason. They hired a GM. They hired a GM. And from all NFL sources, that was a home run hire with Adam Peters. There has not been one negative thing written about Adam Peters being hired as the next GM for the Washington Commanders. They hired a GM. As of today, they hired a coach. They need to hire the scouting department. They need to hit in the NFL draft. They need to hit in free agency. We've got the combine coming up, and it's draft time. Got to hire great offensive coordinators. Got to hire a good defensive coordinator. Got to fill out the entire staff. Tight ends coach, defensive line coach, special teams coach. But what I'm saying is we move to the next step in the process. Could have dragged this on for another week. We could have had to wait until after the Super Bowl. We could have opened the search back up. Some people said that. The Junkies put out a poll this morning. 70% of the listening audience wanted the commanders to open up the head coaching search once again. And they were advocating for the team to interview Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, and several other names that did not get interviewed in the first round of interviews. And they could have done that. And they could have dragged this on. What I'm saying to be excited about is, whether you're a Dan Quinn guy or not, whether you were all in or on Ben Johnson or not, we move to the next step in the process. And this is the most important offseason for this organization in the past 25 to 30 years. This, this offseason is going to define the entire 2020s, I believe, as a Commander's fan. This offseason right here. We cannot screw this up in the NFL draft. Why am I confident in us hitting in this draft? because we hit with the GM. That's the most important thing. Hiring Adam Peters. This was a topic that we had in in the offseason. You could be looking at a commander's team that has a new head coach, a new GM, and a new quarterback. And that still could happen. We hired a new GM. We just hired a new coach. I think we're going to draft a quarterback. This is the most important offseason in the past 20 years. They've got to hit On so many different things. So that's why Adam Peters was such a slam dunk. That was so perfect. Got your guy that is a talent evaluator and has built winning organizations in three different stops with New England, with Denver, winning a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, and the last few years with San Francisco. And you look at that juggernaut right now that is the San Francisco 49ers, they get to the Super Bowl. Same spot they were in 2020. Oh, yeah, in between there, they made it to the NFC title game. They have had success after success after success, dating back to before Kyle Shannon was the head coach. Even when Harbaugh was there, they had success. San Francisco is an organization to build yours around. That is one of those things there where it's, hey, let's do what they're doing. Let's do what the 49ers have done correctly. We got Adam Peters in here to try to nail the NFL draft. I really do believe that they wanted Ben Johnson and they had to pivot and they went with Dan Quinn and they're trying to save face here by announcing him so quickly, all right? But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because I wanted Dan Quinn and I think he is the right leader for leader of men, of the guys they chose. And what we're hearing about Ben Johnson, I do not feel like that's the kind of guy that you wanted in the locker room. To me, it feels like that's a guy – That could easily lose a locker room Like Brandon Staley did with the Chargers Everything was great hunky-dory when the team was winning And then when they started losing The players started losing faith in him Kind of feel like that's what could have happened With Ben Johnson Maybe we caught a break Because he wasn't interested in taking this job If you want to chime in, 833-804-0910 833-804-0910 Let's go to Brian in Chester, Richmond What's going on, Brian? How you doing, buddy? What's up, dude?
3: Hey, I think I don't mind the hire of Dan Quinn because I think he could bring a lot of people in that uh, he knows and that have a lot of respect for him. Yeah. But I think uh, they ought to leave Eric bien as the offensive coordinator and let him run that. And I think they ought to draft uh, the wide receiver.
0: Marvin Harrison uh, Jr. Instead of a
3: quarterback. Yeah. Yes, Marvin Harrison Jr.
0: So why do you think the enemy should be given another year as the offensive coordinator? I'm not saying I'm against it, uh, but what did you see that makes you think he could be successful year two?
3: Well, I think think that I I don't mind Sam Howell as a quarterback. Uh, I would wish they would uh, bring Kirk Cousins back, because that was my favorite quarterback anyway for the last 20 years. But I just think that uh, with an offensive line and maybe... Ron Rivera was holding him back some or whatever. Yeah. And I think he wanted to run the ball, but I don't think he had an offensive line to run the ball with. Yeah. And I also
0: think there's something to the fact that Biennemi coached this season as like a resume booster. Like, he was all into scoring the most points possible. Even when the game was over, he didn't want to bench Sam and go to the backup, right, until Ron forced him to do that because he just wanted to score as many points as possible. I think Biennemi coached this season thinking, hey, I need to do so well in certain categories so that I get an opportunity to be a head coach. I think it could be different with year two under Dan Quinn. And you're right, we'll never know how good this team could have been this season if the defense wasn't last place in the NFL. Like, that was just absurd. That's yeah. a joke.
3: Yeah, you're correct there. But, I mean, even Kansas City players have nothing to say bad about Eric Bannaby, Yeah. They all loved him. Yeah. So I mean, I I think he was a I think he's a good candidate for all sorts offensive coordinator. Just leave it, leave it in place for one more year.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Brian. Good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in. And I do think there's something to the fact that look, if, if Ben Johnson got hired, enemy was gone. That that oh, thousand percent. enemy was not going to be the offense coordinator if Ben Johnson was hired. That makes sense, right? Yeah. I think with Dan Quinn being hired, most likely he brings in somebody he knows. But there's a chance that Eric Bieniemy could stay here because Dan Quinn's such a defensive-minded guy. I, I would like to see Bieniemy get another chance. I mean, he won
2: a Super Bowl, right. right? Like, surely, maybe if we can get some better draft picks, we can see what he I'm, can do. I'm
0: not. A, I'm not against now. Personally, I don't think it's going to be successful because I kind of w- did not like what I saw from Sam Howell towards the second half of the season. But I'm not completely against Dan Quinn building the defense up. Adam Peters drafting the offensive line, drafting a star tight end, and giving us one more season with Sam Howell.
2: Sounds good to me. It, like I, I maybe you know I, we still got Brissett. I guess <laughs> I, I don't know if there's any conversation about having him play instead of Sam. You've
0: got the number two overall pick, which everybody believes should be used on a quarterback. But we're not talking enough about the power. that that number two pick is. It's like the ring in Lord of the Rings. That's how powerful it is. You can put that thing on and disappear, right? You (laughs) can trade that number two overall pick for so many picks in the future. There are going to be hungry teams that want that number two overall pick, and it could be the team sitting right behind you in the New England Patriots, (laughs) as their new head coach, Gerard Mayo, has said several times, they're going to hire the most important. They're going to draft the most important position in football that's quarterback they're gonna go get a quarterback Chicago might go get a quarterback there are several other teams that really want a quarterback you have got a lot of power at that number two overall pick to do what the Rams did when you moved up to get Robert Griffin the third because a good GM is on the opposite side of that Robert Griffin the third draft <laughs> yeah they are because we need an O-line. Yes. We need a tight end. Yes. We need pass rushers. Yes. We need secondary. We need the secondary. Like. <laughs> I mean, well, like I said, this commander's roster is Swiss cheese.
2: Yes, It's Swiss cheese. But it's more whole than cheese, If it, <laughs> it really feels is. like. It really is. But
0: we got our cheeseburger in <laughs> Dan Quinn.
2: But we lost our cheese man.
0: We did lose our <laughs> cheese man. We had to cut the cheese. You know what? It really wasn't working. It really wasn't working. And uh, that just defined the Ron Rivera era. Everybody says never draft the long snapper. Ron did. And then Ron had to cut him.
2: He cut the cheese. I don't think Adam Peters is
0: going to be drafting us a long snapper. (laughs) We'll continue our commander's conversation with Craig Hoffman from the Team 980. That's coming up next on The Fan.